The headlines tonight. Xanathar the Cruel appoints pet fish as shadow chancellor. Billionaire attempts to buy all stocks of guillotines just in case. And clockwork dog passes Turing test. Welcome to the campaign trail. We have some breaking news. A gas leak has been reported in the Great Alliance Parliament hub. The leak is believed to have happened during a delegation dinner and many notable world leaders have been affected. Fable party insiders are already blaming Shadow Foreign Secretary bungling Uncle Bors for the whole affair. And now, the weather. Cloudy. Acrid smoke swirls around the room, covering every inch. The doors slam closed, the windows seal. People look around in panic, and then, one by one, they drop to the floor. Can you all make constitution saving throws? Is this a save against poison? I have advantage and resistance. Ooh, that's Ooh, 16. 16. 18. 10. 10, you fall down and are asleep. Uh... Some of the smoke wafts away from you in a whir of wind. Uh, Perrin, you feel a little rush of magic. A very powerful magic that makes you shiver for a second. Uh, you look... Okay. Is it a sort of, Can I detect what sort of ma- type of um, magic it is at all? Or is that beyond me? I don't have detect it magic. It would be conjuration magnet, magic. Uh, and it's fairly okay. obvious where it's coming from because you see Gorlak stood in the middle of a swirling whirlwind as he is trying to push as much of the uh, smoke away as possible. Can I help him by spinning round really fast? <laughs> um, make a performance check. Can I do it on the acrobatics instead? Sure. 19. Yeah, you spin around and you, you waft s- some of it away. <laughs> I'll be using a tablecloth as well. I'll, I'll yank okay. the tablecloth out and be using that. That's very good. I like that. Um, eventually, uh, the... Uh, what do we call it? The ventilation system kicks on and uh, most of it gets sucked away. But you find yourselves in a room full of unconscious delegates. Uh, Gorlak rushes over to uh, Penn and uh, starts trying to waft some smelling salts under your nose. Make another constitution save, Penn. Eight. Okay, you are still asleep. Glad <laughs> uh, wake up. Uh, Gorlak looks a little frustrated uh, and uh, turning around you see uh, bungling Uncle Bors uh, still sat on the floor uh, twiddling his thumbs and uh, breathing through his gas mask uh, and uh, he just looks at you Oh he's wearing a mask then is he? Yes he is (laughs) That's going to be so out of date by the time it's (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you do? I want to go and try and take off Bors' mask (laughs) Uh, much of the gas has dissipated by now, uh, so he just kind of he doesn't resist as you take it off. Um, punch him in the face. Yay! Oh, make an attack roll. Yeah, not a very good one. Only a ten. Uh, does not hit. Uh, you swing and miss, and he just kind of bounces out of the way. That's a wrong one, um, that is. It was just a little bit of pyrotechnics for my big show. Went a bit wrong because Miss Victrina here violently assaulted me. Hmm? Why, she's not going to be the only one. 
I stuck a sausage roll up your nose, that's hardly violent assault. <laughs> we'll see how the courts interpret it. Gorlak kind of like gathers you together as he's still trying to wake up uh, Pen. Uh, he says, it's a sleeping spell. Uh, leave the delegates unconscious until the spell can be broken. If my guess is correct, it would require quite a powerful enchantment. Level nine sorcerer could do it, and, uh, well, I just happen to be one. Um, he does look incredibly uncomfortable as he sings. Wait, he knows his level. (laughs) I went to university, you see. (laughs) I've got a certificate. Uh, (laughs) It tells you what level of sorcerer I am. It's like like, like with martial arts, you get Dan's. I've got two Dan's in my cupboard at home. You're not another necromancer, are you? Keeping people called Dan in your cupboard? (laughs) Oh, no, these are special Dan's. I don't understand, but I'll believe you for now. I know, I don't. We probably shouldn't be making jokes at a time like this. Um, (laughs) Any of you, any ideas on how to wake up uh, Master Pen here? I start poking him in the side of the head, saying wake up, (laughs) over and over again. Um, I start doing the same with Uh, me. Pen, as you are... (laughs) Pen, as you are asleep, uh, you start to have have a dream, and it's a recurring dream. And I'll let you decide what it's a dream about. Oh dear, I'm late. I'm late. Wake mother, up. mother, no, 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 not the, Wake no, up. not the fingers. No. Wake up, Daft Lad. Not the fingers. Wake up. Oh, that sounds very disturbing. Um, cat, it, I never said where she got them from. <laughs> uh, Perrin and uh, Aguilad, can you make medicine checks as you're poking? I'll count that as your attempt to wake him up. Poking got, is not very efficient. I only got a five. It's not, not medical either. I've got a ten. Gorak's still. Uh, he gets out another uh, set of uh, smelling salts. Because I can't believe I'm using all of these on one person. Uh, can you make another Constitution saving throw, Pen? Well, that's a nat twenty. Good. You jump up awake and headbutt Gorak in the face. <laughs> see, told you it'd work. <laughs> oh. Ooh. To see you back in the land of living, Mr. Pen. Oh. Ow. I'm still hurt. poking Pen. Wake up, <laughs> wake up, wake up. Stop that, boy. Mr. Pen, I believe there's been a sleeping spell. Um, I'm running desperately low on smelling salts. Um, Victrina, would you like to take over and try and wake some people up? Um, I start walking around. I'm following Aguilar's still an example of poking people. <laughs> uh, would you like to make uh, make a medicine check? Okay. Could I use Arcana? Oh. Uh, sure. What are you trying to do? Well, I'm just, well. I haven't got any spells to wake people up. Um, I haven't got any to bring them back to life at the moment. Apart from um, the dead, of course. Just kind of like shaking them and trying to. Hmm. All right. Uh, get make another medicine check. Mm. I got a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, I think you wake up. Wake up, Lisa and uh, her ex-girlfriend, um, Pen. What did you get? Fourteen. Fourteen. I think you get to wake up one person. Uh, who do you wake up? Um, the nearest person to me. Uh, you wake up somebody from the Draconian delegation. Uh, it's not the Chancellor, uh, unfortunately. Uh, you would need a much higher role for that. Uh, one, one of her assistants, Silas, her assistant, uh, wakes up. And uh, blinks at you. Um, uh, yeah, 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 that is good. Uh, 
Uh, what, uh, what happened? I, um, I'm not entirely certain. I think we all went to sleepy boys. Oh, that, that, that is not good. Uh, Gorlak, uh, sort of gestures you all over and says, this, this, is, this will take too long. Um, listen, obviously, I don't think any of us here believe Borta's excuse. I can only think it was deliberate and he was waiting for the opportunity. Pretty sure he's been sent to sabotage us. Perhaps it was... That's not very nice. Well, could we manufacture a recall for him? Well, what I mean, what I mean is we, if... <clears throat> if we were to write a letter and forge the signature of the unicorn party on it and ask him to go home. You mean like send him a fake letter? Shush, 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 shush. That's um, an interesting idea, Mr. Penn. Um, do you have a pen <laughs> on you? <laughs> we probably best not do it here where he can see us, well, actually. Well, no, but I do have a letter. Oh, yes, you do have that letter, don't you? Ah, uh, Gorlak gets a big grin on his face. and uh, says, okay, um, who here has some forging skills? Um, I've definitely written things in my life. Um, I could definitely forge the marks that the squirrels used to make I'd, on the trees. Mm, let's call that plan B. Um, <laughs> okay. Victrina, I, I imagine you must have some good handwriting. I, I've got very nice handwriting. I don't know if I've got forging I've got sleight of hand. Um, I could certainly have a go. From what I remember of the forgery toolkit, it goes on dex or wisdom. Dex. Okay, yeah, choose, choose one of those, okay. dex or wisdom. With proficiency if you've got the tools or certain backgrounds. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> 16. 16? Alright, I think you, you all think it looks fairly convincing. Um, uh, and Gorlak, Gorlak at least looks convincing. Because, okay. Uh, okay, so how do we um, get it to him in a way that seems natural and not at all suspicious? Um, well, I'm looking around. Let's see if any of the uh, any of the servants are awake yet. Um, you make a perception check. I'm not very perceptive, I'm afraid. Uh, do, you want, do the rest of you want to make perception checks? Yeah, I've got a sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, um, one thing you notice, Perrin, is that uh, Bors keeps checking his magic mirror. Uh, that's one thing you notice with a 16. Could I possibly skip over to him? Yeah, sure. As I am wont to do. I'm eating food. I'd skip over to him and just look over his shoulder and try to see if I could um, see why he's checking or if there's anything on there. Um, you just see he's checking like just the lock screen. He keeps checking it every couple of seconds. Uh, What's on his he's... lock screen? Uh, it's a picture of a um. <laughs> Let me try and think of something. Prepared GM. Uh, it's a picture of a creepy doll, a haunted oh. doll looking thing. Is it jigsaw? No, it's just a creepy doll. Um, I think I turned to. Um, him and say, is that your son? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That horror that you keep looking at with so much affection in your heart. Um, he just looks at you and uh, does a big grin. Um, what are you looking for on your phone? I might be able to help. I've read lots of books. I'm, I'm just uh, seeing if anybody's trying to get in contact with me. It's none of your business. Oh. Oh, you don't have any friends. I would say I'd be your friends, but I don't like you. <laughs> 
Who needs friends when you've got laughter? And he honks his nose at you. I get laughter from my friends. And I <laughs> honk my nose, but a little bit of smoke comes out. Gorlax kind of uh, circling, looking increasingly suspicious. Um, and then he uh, he comes close to uh, Agolad and Pen, And uh, he says, says, something's not right here. Well, you're telling me. He's waiting for something. Waiting for someone, perhaps. What could it be? Um, I mean, this could have been a big distraction, but from what? What's can expensive I, around can here? Can I try and get the phone off? Uh, sure, make a sleight of hand. 17. Yeah, you snatch it out of his hand. I'm, go- I'm going to the windows uh, and looking out of the windows. Uh, okay, uh, uh, let's do your... Let's do Victorina first. Um, so, you snatch his phone. Uh, he doesn't seem to resist particularly, but he looks slightly miffed for a second and then goes back to his uh, sort of blank uh, grin. Uh, what are you doing uh, with his phone? I'm going to drop it in the punch. Ooh! Uh, he really doesn't like that. He jumps up and tries to snatch it back. And, oh, a natural <laughs> one. So he trips and falls and lands face first in oh. the punch bowl. Does he make a hilarious honking noise? As he does? A hilarious honking noise and I think a few people laugh at him. <laughs> Uh, at which point he uh, gets up uh, and uh, looks at you and again he stands a little straighter as people are laughing at him uh, but his phone is now ruined and uh, he looks incredibly annoyed about this he goes, that was my personal property you know and you've just destroyed it I'm sorry that was terribly yes first you knock me over then you destroy my property you're in Big trouble. I think we may have immunity. What's the word? Diplomatic immunity. Oh, I forgot about that. But but my my mirror, you've... How am I going to... Well, yes. I'll just have to... Uh, well, uh, How are you going to... And he runs for the door. He runs for the door and starts trying to pull it open, but it is locked. And he's going to make a strength check on it. That's four. Uh, so he's not... Uh, he sort of, fall, again, falls over backwards and does a tumble. And uh, as more people laugh at him, uh, he springs up again. Uh, and Pen, make an arcana check. Not 20. As people are laughing at him, you get a sense of, like, a lot of magic starting to flow through him. And you see a sort of magical glow uh, around him for a second as people are laughing. I raise my hands, I'm shouting, do not laugh at him, do not laugh at him, he's not funny, not funny. Uh, make a persuasion check. Fifteen. Okay, I think people people look at you and, and go, that's right, it is a bit cheap, please. <laughs> Just pratfalls and things, it's, it's not that funny. You should pity him. He's obviously got some kind of, of instability, and I think it's cruel to Yes, pity. He, gets, he looks a little bit annoyed at this as you're saying this. Don't interfere, Mr. Penn. It's not very funny of you. Well, no, it's quite serious. We're just trying uh, you to... You notice that his eyes, keep, his eyes keep darting to the door and to the windows. Speaking of windows, what's, what's outside? You can see into the corridor and you can just about see um, into the sort of atrium beyond. And there you can see a sort of gaggle of um, press uh, sort of hanging around. Gorlak comes to, to you all and goes, I think I've worked it out. He's distracting us. 
He must be working with somebody. Well, there's a bunch of paparazzi outside. Yes. Listen, um, I'm a little worried about... I, I have items in my hotel room, and if he's trying to... Well, if he's trying to distract us, he must have somebody who's going through my stuff. That's... Okay, you Good need to tell what kind of items. Well important cabinet uh, meetings, um, election strategy, that kind of stuff. If he gets hold of it, well, he could really ruin our futures here. Um, Victrina? No, nothing that you're going to have to resign uh, I ha- over. No. no. No, I don't think so. Victrina, Perrin, can you keep an eye on Boars? Yeah. Pen, Aguilad, come with me. Right, yes, sir. Where's the fella, by the way? Croc. Uh, he was he let he stayed on the airship to do some uh, flight ah, training. Right, so he's not back at the hotel room. No. Uh, Gorlak uh, does a quick spell on the door and unlocks it. And as you go through, he locks it behind you, uh, just as Boris goes ra- ramming into it again. Uh, and uh, Gorlak blows a raspberry at him this time. Oh dear, uh, I'm sorry. Right, we're going to have to get past that paparazzi, but uh, probably not a good look if we're seen fleeing the scene uh, from a mass poisoning. Um, any ideas? What was that that said? Elvish parsley's down at the docks? Ooh, uh, roll a deception check. <laughs> Elvish parsley, one. is that a folk band? Yes. Nobody <laughs> believes you, and I think some people are coming towards you. That could you. be because Elvish Parsley's been dead for a few years, even though he works in, even, even though he works in my chip shop. Mr. Gorlak, hide between, hide behind my curtain to put these shoes on. Uh, shoes? Oh! He's trainers. Excellent. Uh, yes, uh, he puts on the invisibility trainers. Uh, he does have to keep moving whilst, he, whilst wearing them to stay invisible. Oh, that's all right. I'm not planning on hanging around. Uh, and uh, he goes scampering off and gives you his fancy looking shoes, even though they don't fit you because you've got hooves. Well, Mr. Akragnad, let's go and get this big a very important thing that Mr. Gorlak wants. Shall we? Uh, make a deception check. 18. It works. Uh, they just kind of ignore you as uh, you two head off towards the hotel. So back in the room, um, Victrina and Perrin, you're kind of watching in presumably annoyance as uh, Boz is uh, capering around the room and he seems to have decided to give up on the door and is just kind of juggling and uh, occasionally going up to some unconscious people and sort of picking up their arms and making them flail around like uh, human-sized puppets. Uh, and he looks at you and goes, Oh, come on, crack a smile. No, because you're not funny. Like, in any way. Could, could, could you try and explain well, the joke for me? It's very simple. Look at all... You think all of this uh, pomp and circumstance is necessary? Hmm? Look at these people in their silly suits and their, and their, their, their garb. It's people, people think it's silly. Yeah, but what's the punchline? We're the punchline. You and me. The people. The honest... Working people. It's all a show. You are neither honest nor working. <laughs> At least I'm honest about it. But you're literally not, though. Here's the joke. A clown standing in the centre of world power. It's funny. All these boring, grey old people making rules for everyone else. It's time somebody showed them up, don't you think? Somebody lifted up the skirts and said, look at those ankles. Clowns and politics over the years. I'd far rather have somebody who wasn't a clown and didn't pretend everything was a joke in charge of serious matters. 
Come on, Victrina. World peace and you like biscuits. Uh, he picks up um, um, President Macron and uh, sort of flails his arms and goes around and goes, Victrina, would you like to give up all the human rights just so we can sell more new milk? Hon, 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 baguette. <laughs> Isn't that what he said to you, more or less? Because <laughs> do we have any baguettes here? Oh, I go and get a baguette. Oh, you get me one too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you want one of the cheese ones? Uh, he, he looks irritated at this. Come on, Victrina. You know it's all a show. You know they don't actually care about people, so why not make fun of them? You see, the thing about a show, Mister Mister Clown, is that a show should be entertaining, and you are not. And in any way entertaining, you are you are a clown, but you are not a funny clown. You are a fool and a buffoon. And you are wearing a ridiculous clown mask. And beneath the clown mask, there is nothing. You are just a hollow sham of, of an idiot. Ooh, can you make an intimidation check? 14. Uh, he looks a little insulted, but uh, he sort of gathers himself and uh, walks over to the Draconian High Chancellor and then sort of picks up her by the head and then starts moving her jaw and says, Oh, Perrin, you're so clever. You're so cute. La, 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 la. You just said entirely accurate statements. I don't get what's meant to be funny. I am clever Didn't and you cute. think the Draconians were very nice to you? They were awfully kind. As I'd expect them to be. You know they're laughing at you behind your back. They say they're a modern, new, progressive country. How old would you say this Chancellor is? 40? Mid-40s? Something like that? I guess. Try 400. And he drops her to the floor. <gasps> How dare you do that with somebody centuries old, you asshole? They have a fountain of youth in Draconia. But do you know what? They keep all the elixir for themselves, for the most elite towers. that for a modern, progressive country? Sounds like most of the modern, progressive countries I've ever heard of. Exactly. Just because things are wrong doesn't mean we shouldn't try to change them, rather than just mocking them needlessly. Oh, but mockery can change them. Switching back to uh, Agrilad and Penn, uh, you managed to get to Gorlak's hotel room. Uh, wait, it's wait, wait, wait. quite nice. Uh, the bed is Before made. Before we left the oh. building, I would like to have made sure that I have handed the letter on, um, the faked letter, to Ooh. somebody at the desk with instructions that it is to go to uh, Cuddly Uncle Paul's. It's from his boss. It's from okay. his boss. Make a persuasion check. I'll give you advantage because uh, you, you put a lot of effort into this. Persuasion. Ooh. <sighs> I'm rolling them tonight. Now 20. Excellent. Yeah, the the um, the person on the desk nods and says, "Yes, uh, immediately, sir. I'll get it to him as soon as I, as soon as possible." It may not do anything, but uh, we can hope. You get to Golak's room, and like I say, uh, the bed is made. There's tea and coffee making facilities. Uh, it's fully stocked. Uh, you even see a book by uh, Golak's bed that uh, he was preparing for bedtime reading: uh, socio-economic reforms in the fire pits of Thrasis. I, I pick it up. I pick the book up, flick through a few pages, feel the quality of the paper. It's obviously from a second-hand bookshop. I'll say. Good, good camping um, book, though. <laughs> yeah, sure. For when you run out of toilet paper. 
Oh. Oh. Golak just kind of glares at you. It's actually a very interesting uh, discussion. Uh, never mind, never mind. Come on, uh, let's uh, see if anything's out well, of like, place. I don't know um, how I would know. And so he starts like looking under the bed and things. Aye, we've not been here before. Anything suspicious? Anything suspicious? Anything that suspicious? Book, that's suspicious. That's mine. Leave it alone. Listen, I just enjoy books about economics. I'm a normal goblin. <laughs> That's a special goblin. That's a very special goblin, and we love the for it. Uh, do you want to make some investigation checks as you're sort of just looking around? Ooh, Ooh. seventeen. Hey, maybe I'm. I may not be good at perception, but I'm incredibly good at investigation. Twenty-one. Wow. Uh, you both have a good look around, and um, other than some of uh, some like secret uh, midnight snacks that Gorlax hidden away and looks a little ashamed of when you find them. Uh, everything seems to be perfectly in order, uh, which seems to worry Gorlack a lot more. Uh, as he sort of head out into the corridor, um, he's again kind of he's sort of you know squeezing his hands together, sort of wringing his hands, looking very very um, disturbed. So it wasn't me he was after. That's good in some ways, but who was he after then? What about Lisa? Uh, no, she wouldn't have any uh, important documents. I don't think. Um, what about that? Bo- what about that fella? Oh no, uh, he he left all of his stuff on the on the too. zeppelin. Uh, Aguilad, can you make a perception check? Eighteen. Down the corridor, you hear a noise, a the noise of a chicken. That's a chicken. Golak swings his head around. And goes, "By Jove, I think you're right." Oh no, it's not one of yours. What's a chicken is doing it? up here? Laying eggs. He sort of creeps along towards the sound. Uh, I assume you follow. In as much as in, in as much as I can do. What's stealth, that immortal yeah. chicken foot you keep going on about? Legendary immortal chicken foot. Ah, he's an hero. He is. Oh dear. As you get down the corridor, you see a small dwarfish figure carrying a big bag labelled swag, uh, carrying it out of uh, one of the hotel rooms. And Gorlack sort of kneeling beside you goes, That's the Draconian's suite. What on earth is he I go chasing after the dwarf. Uh, okay, uh, you go rushing towards him, and uh, he lifts his head as uh, you come uh, approaching, and he pulls out a small quarterstaff with a little chicken on the end of it. And can you roll for initiative? I can, but first I have a question. It, is uh-huh. he bald, and does he have a beard? Uh, yes. Yes, he's bald, and yes, he has a beard. If he's a member of the temple, he wouldn't have a beard. I'll say that he does have a beard, then. He's bald, though. He's bald. Uh, my initiative was five. I'm apparently very slow tonight. Two. You didn't get the worst surprised. initiative roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gorlak goes first, and uh, he's going to uh, use his own uh, quarterstaff. Uh, he, like, whips it out from... Uh, it's up what looks like a small staff from under his sleeve, but it's one of those like uh, telescopic extendo ones, and uh, he's going to try and do a bash. Uh, well, that six versus AC is not going to hit, so he swings and misses. Uh, Aguilad, you are next. Uh, I'm going to tra- um, try to tackle and grapple young lad. Okay, go for it. Uh, it's a strength contest, isn't it? Strength athletics, if I remember rightly. Uh, I got nineteen. I got a nat one. I can re-roll my nat one because I've got lucky. Yes, you can, because you are a halfling. Yes. And I got a nat one. You're kidding me. Oh, God. 
Can you roll? Can you re-roll a double that one? I, I can <laughs> Don't know if that's how. Okay. Oh. Uh, he just easily tosses you off. Uh, good uh, job. Throws you off. <laughs> <laughs> he throws you off down the corridor. Uh, but uh, in the computer, he just drops his um, his bag of swag. That uh, pen. Yeah, uh, pen. It's your go. I grab the bag. Ooh, uh, make a uh, sleight of hand, uh, but with advantage because he's not holding it anymore. Double natural one. Good God! <laughs> <laughs> I think you trip over and are, are prone. Uh... <laughs> oh, God! Uh, you had you've used up all your good rolls. I think I have. What's uh, happening in Sheffield tonight? Can, can, I, can I use up all my bad rolls, please? <laughs> right, I've swapped uh, those. So, uh, Chicken Staff, I'll call him for now, uh, takes a swing at Agrila. I uh, know he's going to take a swing at uh, Pen, so he gets advantage. Uh, that's an 18 versus AC. Um, definitely hits. Six points of bludgeoning damage as this little chicken. Uh, comes slapping it against your face uh, while you're on the floor. Uh, for his second attack, he's going to go up against Aguilad. Uh, 14, 15, 15 versus AC. Hits. Hits. Cool. And so you're going to take... Oof, six points of bludgeoning damage from the chicken staff. Ow. Uh, Golak goes next. And he's going to cast Magic Missile. Why not? And three, six points of damage. Cool. Uh, next in the order is Agolad. Well, I was trying to be nice to this this dwarf and not actually hurt him too much, but he's hit me, so he's getting it. I'm ah, going to go with go an it. unarmed strike for a 17. That hits. Four points of damage. Cool. And I'm going to follow that up with my... Flurry of blows. Go for it. Which allows me to make another unarmed attack at 12 and 19. 19 hits. For an extra 4 points of damage. Will that stop it, lad? Never! Chicken foot never surrenders! That is not chicken foot. You you don't know that. That's got a beard. Uh, uh, Pen, it's your go. Can I cast spells from the floor? Yes, you can. Well, I'm going to roll away, and I'm going to cast Chill Touch at the same time. Ooh, go for it. So... I need to swap dice again. <laughs> that was another natural one. Jesus, God. Uh, yeah, your Chill Touch goes flailing over his head. Though I do feel like this is in character for Pen. <laughs> uh, yes. Chicken quote-unquote chicken foot, uh, is going to try and whack uh, Agolad again. Uh, that's 16 versus AC. That's going to be a hit. Uh, can I can I use a dodge as a bonus action? I think you can, yeah. It's going to cost me my second point of key, but I will use a dodge. Uh, How does dodge work? That would be seven points of damage. I think dodge halves it. So that'll be... Th uh, until the start of the next turn, any attack roll made against me has disadvantage. Ah, okay. Well, that's a five. So yes, he misses on this on this disadvantage. Okay, cool. Right. Uh, swing and a miss. Uh, Gorlak is next. 
and he's going to cast hold person so he needs to make a save nine is not going to do it uh so yeah he is lifted off the ground uh almost sort of telekinetically uh by gorlak and held in place uh so we can drop out of initiative now uh as he's sort of floating there struggling against invisible bonds uh and uh gorlak just slicks his hair back and um walks closer and says all right then pen go through the stuff see what he was stealing yes boss Right. Uh, I'm going to rip this. I'm going to rip this dwarf's tunic open. If he's the immortal chicken foot, he'll have the mark of the chicken foot on his chest. Ooh. Okay. Uh, make a just a quick strength check. There'll be a low DC though. But just to see how dramatically you can do this. How does an eighteen? Yeah, you very dramatically rip it open, and uh, he has the word chicken uh, written on in fantasy <laughs> marker pen. <laughs> But not the actual mark of the chicken foot. Uh, he looks at you and says, Oh my god. Into every generation, a chicken is born. One in all the world. A chosen one. They alone will wield the strength to kill the vampires, the demons, <laughs> the forces of darkness. To stop the spread of their evil and the swell of their numbers. They are the chicken foot. I am the chicken foot. Oh. God, we've got a poor soul who's lost You're his You're not a mind. chicken. You're a coward. Just a... Oh, fuck's sake. All right, you caught me. I'm not the real chicken foot. Can you let me go now? Golight just shakes his head. I think he needs an hospital. No, I don't need a hospital. I, I was hired for a job to steal the bloody map from the draconian's suite and I thought I'd pick up a few things of my own while I was there you know just honest pirate work well now there's a contradiction in terms <laughs> I'm a pirate for hire I've been using the name of the legendary chicken foot to strike fear into the hearts of people I attack you know people are going to surrender to chicken foots less likely to surrender to Akak McThwack, the random dwarf. That needs to learn a lot about chicken for. He's not a pirate. He's a good chap who goes around doing good things for good people. I research chicken foot, I'll have you know. Lots of research. I read all the scrolls. Yeah, the... And I still can't get the mark along in right. It was a rushed job, I admit it. But, uh, the true chicken foot, if they even exist... Uh, he exists. Well, he once, you say that. He once met a man who had the word sneaky on his back. <laughs> no, you didn't. That was your other character. <laughs> well, you never know. He could have met him. <laughs> he could have met him. That's true. Yeah. From what I heard, the last chicken foot died in some sort of freak eagle accident about uh, 13 or so years ago. Up in the mountains. Agrilad turns around and walks away. If there is a real chicken foot out there, they'd be young. They'd be uh, perhaps strong. Strong in, probably the strongest uh, kid in their class, I'd imagine. Every generation there's a new chicken foot. I just wanted people to believe it was me, that was all. That's a complete numpty. Uh, Pen, as you're going through the sack, uh, you found a lot of like the like money and uh, jewels that he's nicked. Uh, you do also find a map. Uh, it is a map of Draconia. 
and uh, there's a set of mountains uh, near a railway track that have been marked uh, and uh, there seems to be a sort of X marks a spot pirate map style thing going on here. Well, I never... Golak says, what should we do with this this one? This chicken, this this foul beast? <laughs> and he laughs at himself for his joke. Agrilad comes wandering back. What does that mean? Accident with an eagle? Well, it's just, you know, the the stories I heard that there was a some sort of eagle fell out of the sky and crushed the last chicken foot while he was looking for the yetis. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. But don't worry, chicken oh foot's God. always reincarnated. I have an idea about that one, too, but I might keep it to myself for now. Listen, um, it's probably bad if I'm the one seen taking this fellow into custody, so perhaps tie him up and uh, take him to the city watch. Um... Or we could just take him downstairs and let hotel security deal with yes, him. Yes, yeah, whichever is, um, is more convenient. Um, so you tie him up, and um, Gorlok uh, heads back to the room downstairs, uh, into the room where it happened. Um, I've not been watching Hamilton, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, after a bit of time, um, Gorlok uh, manages to reverse the sleeping spell. Uh, he's... Again, seems to be very uncomfortable as he's doing it, and it's taking a lot of his magic. Um, you see um, one of the staff comes up to Bors and hands him a letter, and uh, he looks at it and looks horrified, and uh, looks almost close to tears as he's reading it. Uh, and uh, you see him walking away saying something about betrayal, betrayal. I'm not laughing. Pen, what do you do with the map that you found, incidentally? I, I think it would be a good idea to give it back, but but also to save very, very gently. Would it be all right if we made a copy? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's probably easier. Yeah, you take a picture on your magic mirror uh, of this map and save it. Uh, and you do you hand it back to the Chancellor herself? Um, I don't know. Um... What do you think would be best? I'd say give it back to her and tell her where you found it. Yes. Uh, the uh, High Chancellor is sort of uh, still a little dazed as she's waking up and is drinking some uh, nice hot cocoa. And uh, as you hand it to her, she goes, These are national secrets. You could be put on trial for even touching these. Why do you have them? Well, to be honest, I haven't looked at it at all, Madam Chancellor, honestly. Make a deception check. <laughs> but, but we discovered a, a small man trying to steal it from your hotel rooms. <laughs> uh, hmm. Okay, I'm gonna. Ha- I am gonna make you do a deception check. That's fair enough. Uh, on the, honest for the very blatant lie. <laughs> Twenty-one. Okay. Yeah, you get away with this. I, I was so expecting that one. So was I. Uh, she nods and uh, takes it back and hands it to Silas, who uh, puts it in a sort of protective little um, tube thing. And uh, she gets up and says, Well, in that case, you have done a great service to the nation of Draconia. If you are ever in our country, and depending on where the capital city is on that day, do a drop by my palace. We will throw you a big dinner party. Well, thank you very much. Hen bowels. Silas! Silas, come, we must check on the rest of our belongings. Feel and dunk, And uh, she sweeps out of the room. Uh, as everybody is coming around, uh, you spot uh, Mr. T, the Secretary General, 
Uh, he has his uh, cane behind his back, and he has a sly smile on his face, and he gives Gorlack a nod and a tip of his hat to the rest of you for heading off to talk to the press. Uh, Gorlack comes to the rest of you and says, All right, Good work, team. You're coming into your own. Oh, bugger. I just have to give a speech. Um, oh, God. I I haven't even written it yet. Oh, God. Um, I need to... Supposed to speech entire council tonight. I haven't written it. Um, I need to make it up as that goes along. Um, it needs to be quite a. Uh, well, it's not going to be that long. Um, I need to convince them that Darnoth should be part it's of okay. the Great What's Alliance. What's the time now? Um, uh, suggestions. Speak from your heart. Have good biscuits, and that is enough to go far. That's a good line. Um, we are a country of tradition, honour, and lifting each other up, and as such we would want to lift the Great Alliance up too. Uh, he makes some uh, furious notes. Um, uh, Aguilad, any idea? Uh, you said speak from the heart. Uh, Victorina? Yes. Very helpful, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, can you uh, roll a collective persuasion check? <laughs> Just a very reassuring yes. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You come into the main chamber of the Parliament a few hours later, and you see all the delegates gathered. It's a massive semicircular room uh, with benches array arranged in sort of rising tiers facing towards the central podium. There are banners, magic mirrors and enchanted stones and uh, Gorlak uh, gives his speech. Mr Secretary General, friends, delegates, honoured guests, I come to ask you that the nation of Darnoth be considered for entry into the Great Alliance. That 13 nations become 14. I would like to speak from the heart. Detailed analysis of how our nation compares with regards to GDP, economic growth and number of cursed artifacts will be forthcoming. But in this moment, I'd like to emphasize that which binds us together. We are a nation of long traditions and new innovations. We are a nation of old milk and new milk. Darnoth produces good biscuits and good relationships. We lift one another up, and I believe we can lift the Great Alliance up with us. Long years ago, the Dark Lord Vectros caused great harm to the world, and Darnoth's part in that devastation is a blight on our history. We cannot undo the past, but we can build a better future. We cannot bring back the dead, not truly, but we can support the life that exists here and now. To pretend that greatness comes from power, or from blood, or from soil, these are idiotic ideas that have no place in a civilized society, or any society. Greatness, if it exists, is born from the connections we make with others. It is made from the bonds, the love, and the friendship we can bring. Gorlack pauses 
and he puts his notes away and takes his glasses off. I am a goblin, as some of you may have realised. For years, my people were treated as fodder for the armies of the damned, forced into poverty and starvation. It took work and hard graft to win our equality, and in many ways it has still not been won. For many, it may never be won. As well as the hard work and the hard graft, there was kindness and humility. I come to you now with the humility of one who has seen poverty and cruelty, one who has seen hatred and violence against the powerless, one who was the powerless. I saw hatred and I fought it. I saw violence and I threw it right back. I saw the rage of injustice. I knew the rage of injustice. And I knew kindness. I knew solidarity. And I knew love. It was in the bleak times that I met the love of my life. And it was in our marriage that I found a way forward. Croc, my husband, taught me so many things. Together we helped build communities. We built bonds of trust. We reached out to those who were vulnerable. And in reaching out, we made ourselves vulnerable. That is life. That is... That is love. So Darnoth comes to you now, vulnerable, aching for friendship. As one who won out against sphere odds and stands before you now, the most unlikely Prime Minister, I ask you all to say, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, I feel very round. There's, there's, there's a few sort of grumbles, but there, there are some um, nods. Uh, Golak comes to you looking somewhat sweaty and uh, exhausted. Many and yay. he sits down and says, Okay, look at this uh, parliament. It's somewhat different to our own. People aren't uh, grouped by nations per se, but by voting blocks. You see, each nation's delegates are split between three groups. Uh, think of them like political parties, but uh, a bit more loosely, loosey-goosey. Uh, the two biggest voting blocks are the Old Gods Democratic Alliance, the OGDA. Uh, they're a bit more uh, on the conservative side. They, the Unicorn Party would probably be uh, the uh, closest uh, to them. Uh, but the the people that we might be able to convince would be the Progressive Alliance of Paladins and Barbarians, the PAPB. Um, they're, they're a bit more, well, progressive. Um, so, what we're going to have to do is go to some of these nations and talk to their delegates and see what it will take for them to vote for us. Uh, ah, I see uh, Mr T is coming now. Uh, and indeed, uh, Mr. T comes up to the podium and uh, he gives a sort of sweeping grin around the room and says, 
Thank you, Mr. Betrayer. The Great Alliance will hear your case, and we will put it to a vote in three months' time, when planetary alignment comes and the forces of democracy are strongest. A majority must approve of the application. The GA boasts 501 delegates, taken proportionally from the 13 nations. That means 251 delegates at least must vote to approve. And if they do, it'll then be up to your people. Your nation must decide its own future. A referendum will be necessary, and may all the gods have mercy upon your souls. Oh dear. Now who wants waffles? Yes, yes please. <laughs> oh. I could right go for an half and half. What about pancakes? <laughs> uh, after this uh, big meeting, uh, you go out for pancakes. Uh, Golex treat. Yes. Um, he's looking a little less frustrated than he was before. Uh, he has a kind of um, quiet confidence to him, perhaps brought on by a one natural 20 in that whole uh, set of roles. Um, and he says to you, well, I'm going to draw up some plans, but we could be on the way to uh, a better future. At least I hope so. Uh, Mr. Aguilad, you look somewhat distracted. Is everything okay? I think my, I think my eagle might have killed Chickenfoot. Oh dear, that's um. But doesn't Chickenfoot get reincarnated? Yeah, Chickenfoot uh, can reincarnate. Surely, yes. you'll find the new Chickenfoot wherever he or she or they may be. I think he's a street urchin. Uh, it's always possible. These things can happen. I don't know much about it myself. I'm not really religious, uh, but uh, I wish you all the luck. Well, that which can die can live again. Uh, well, ordinarily I would uh, agree, but coming from you, Mr. Penn, I, I, I feel a little tingle of my spine. Uh, <coughs> um, um, Agrilad, what, what happens when the chicken foot is reincarnated? Well, what happens is is the soul of the old chicken foot flies around the world until it finds a, a vessel for, the, for it to live in, and then the, the soul goes into the new vessel, and the new vessel has to be trained by the monks of Ek and, and taught the ways of Ecky Thump. And then it has so to... do they have to find the person? Who is the new chicken pot? Well, normally the, the 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 soul would be called to to the frozen north, where it it go through all the training and then fight long again, and and get the mark of the chicken foot. But but if it's Timmy, he ain't heard the call. Except he asked me if he could be trained, which means maybe the call was calling him. Yes, maybe you yourself are the one who will have to train the new chicken foot, Mr. Aguilette. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor kid. Well, you'll have to... No, you're very skilled. Yes. You're, you have my total and confidence. I've got the, and I've got no patience with anyone. Well, I didn't, once upon a time. I was young and wild back in the old days. Bit of an anarchist, uh, if I truth be told. I threw, threw my fair share of bricks through a my Do you used to be a spider? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, that, that's in the rack. Yes. All that, right. Thank, thank you, Victorina. Still, our next port of call will be one of the largest uh, nations that I think may be on our side. The Kingdom of Skothan. And I'm afraid, Mr. Aguilad, it will be something of a challenge for you. For you see, it's a kingdom... In the sky. In the sky? Yes. Oh! That means an entire kingdom is like flying. 
Yes. Few go there, but since we have... I can't understand why. Since we have our Zeppelin, old Bessie, <laughs> we might have a shot at a voting block that few others ever had. How about that? We might just... Things might just be looking up for us at long last. And Can we walk? Uh, I don't... We can walk on the Zeppelin. Uh, listen. I ain't going on no Zeppelin. You've already been on the Zeppelin. It's fine. That's not getting me on no Zeppelin, fool. How about this, uh, Mr. Aguilad? That Zeppelin has a dojo, and where better to train the new chicken foot? Let me think about it. Let me think about it. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, and he lifts his uh, glass to you. Here's to the Great Alliance. The campaign trail referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penriganti, Joanne Hall as Victorina Crested Grieve, and S. Naomi Scott as Agrilad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Dominic G. Martin was Mr. T, and Tanya Dobb was the High Chancellor. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support The Campaign Trail by going to patreon.com slash thecampaigntrail. We have special perks such as our exclusive Discord server and early access to episodes and the chance to have your own D&D character appear in the show. Follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, and at soundcloud.com forward slash jawcorner, and wherever you find podcasts. So, until next week, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Thank you.